This is the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel, taking a bite-sized look at some of the big Liverpool FC talking points. Hello and welcome. This is the Agenda on Blood Red. I am Dan Austin. This is Joel Rabinowitz. We are from Liverpool.com and we're here to talk about the press on Liverpool issue of the day and uh, we've decided to do it on the best FIFA Football Awards, uh, the ceremony, which I'm sure you will know took place last night. Uh, neither of us watched it, Joel, but we saw all the stuff kicking off online about it um, during and afterwards. And isn't it really, really nice that Liverpool officially own the best goalkeeper in the world and the best coach in the world? It is, yeah. It would have been nice to do a travel uh, and get the best player as well. A little bit surprising because I think he was kind of widely considered the favourite. Um, I've seen a lot of kind of very angry reaction to it last night. People take um, it really seriously, don't yeah, they, some of them? I mean, the first thing to say is it clearly doesn't matter. The fact that Cristiano Ronaldo is putting De Ligt as his best player in the world and Frankie de Jong as number two kind of makes a mockery of the whole thing, I guess. Um and I think the thing is with with Messi, a lot of people saying, oh, Van Dijk's had the, the best individual year. It's not an award for the best player of all time because we all know Messi is. It's about what we've done over the last year. But then, and I know Messi only, only won La Liga, but he's still, I was looking at his numbers this morning. So it's 50 games of Barca, 51 goals, 22 assists. I mean... He's quite good. Yeah, we, we, do, we do take that for granted. And I think if, if Sadio Mane or Salah was making those numbers, then we would be wanting them to win the award. So I don't have too many complaints in that part. But yeah, like you said, for Klopp to get the manager one, I think was was big. I think we all knew Alisson was going to get the goalkeeper. That was pretty obvious. But mm. obviously Guardiola, another incredible season with City. But I think, I know we were having a conversation yesterday and I was saying... We only finished one point behind City and went further and won the European Cup. And I don't know how much City's domestic trophies really count for anything like that. And then you have to take into account the resources that they've had, the, the value of their squads, what they're working with. I think Klopp completely deserves it. So, yeah, it's nice to have that recognition. I don't think Klopp's the kind of guy who particularly cares, um, but it, it all goes into this whole Liverpool's kind of standing in global football is massive. Well, I was going to say, as peculiar as giving individual awards out for the team game is, mm. um, it's nice that, that this is a sort of tacit recognition that, that Liverpool are one of the best teams in the world, isn't it? So it's an individual award for Van Dijk, but Van Dijk is so brilliant because of the players around him, Alisson Becker being one of them as well. Um, and the fact that, that Klopp wins the Coach of the Year award, it's almost by proxy a Team of the Year award, isn't it, in a yeah. way? Because it's, well, whose team has done the best and therefore who's done the best job? So the fact that, that other footballers who voted for this are recognising Liverpool as being at the very, very top says an awful lot, doesn't it, about, first of all, how quickly Liverpool have come Mm. to this stage under Klopp because I think we forget that it's only four years and four years is not a long time in the grand scheme of things but also it's a huge positive that everybody recognises that already obviously it's much easier when you win the biggest trophy in Europe but they've all clearly been watching Liverpool been paying attention to the players been listening to what the manager is saying as well and that can only have a positive effect going forward as well in terms of trying to convince more players to join Liverpool whether that be you know you're fighting to pay 120 million euro for a forward and someone else wants him as well or all the way down to some 17 year old lad at a Dutch academy is thinking shall I go to Barcelona Real Madrid or Liverpool the fact that we're at the very top there and our manager is being celebrated and some of our players are being celebrated as well by being in the World Eleven really drives home the point that Liverpool are here and here to stay yeah definitely and I think you look when they posted the breakdown today of 
the votes for that best player award and obviously Van Dyke came second in the end but three of the top five players in the world as voted for by other brilliant footballers were Liverpool players I think Salah was fourth Mane was fifth um, and somehow neither of them made the actual world 11 um, despite being ahead of Mbappe and Hazard in terms of votes um, and I know we'll probably come on to talk about the defence and which players didn't get in and which should have got in for us but yeah it is massive to have all these guys recognised and it kind of feeds in I think to the stuff that's coming out today about the Nike thing with New Balance and you know the fact that Liverpool is such a attractive brand name now to have all these names mm. um, who kind of are instantly recognisable faces and like you said four years ago I mean who was our best player when Klopp took over we there was Colo Torre at the time based on form <laughs> yeah I mean Coutinho was knocking about but he wasn't kind of, he hadn't hit his peak then Firmino was nothing Mane and Salah weren't here the defence was a shambles we had Simon Mignolet in goal uh, yeah it's it's not just the scale of a transformation but how quickly it's happened is is unbelievable and yeah you get to see it in events like this it is really fun to look through the data afterwards, the FIFA release, because they basically put the spreadsheet out that shows how everyone voted. So it's every national team manager and every national team captain um, for every single one of the FIFA nations. Um, so you can always go through the list and see, oh, well, who voted for Van Dyke exactly and whatever else. But I always like having a look at who voted for the mates. Basically, so Ronaldo's choices were a joke, but he's also picked the Juventus <laughs> teammate yeah. at the very top. I enjoyed seeing um, the the French pick from Didier Deschamps. He put Mbappe number one, even though we cannot possibly really think that Mbappe was the best player in the world last yeah. year. Because essentially, it's a bit like someone coming in the office and asking you who should be employee of the month, and of course you're going to pick your mates. So I yeah. actually really like how. Even though these are incredibly wealthy people, incredibly well-known people, and they're going for this really sort of egotistical prize, just how petty and like based on who your mate is, it mm. all is. I really enjoy that sort of level of it because it feels like it drags them all down a rung or two. Yeah, when you saw the Ronaldo one, I mean, I was like, at first you're like, it's just, it is ridiculous, but it's also it's so ridiculous. It's almost you've got to applaud him. Fair play, he's, well he's, he's look, I'm I'm probably in a running for top three. I might not win it, but I'm not going to pick either of the two guys I'm competing with. I'll pick the, the two who have got absolutely no chance of being anywhere near it. Um, so that was amusing. The other one that we picked out and I wrote something on this morning is Messi's first choice was Sadio Mane, um, which is quite interesting because he somehow managed to leave Klopp out of his top three managers for the best FIFA men's coach award. I think he had. Pep number one, Pochettino second, and the River Plate manager <laughs> all ahead of Jurgen Klopp. So there's there's clearly some sort of Liverpool effect there. But the fact that he has gone for Mane, he could have chosen Mbappe. I think Messi had Ronaldo second, um, if I remember right. But he could have gone for a lot of other players. Hazard, Frankie de Jong, who's now his teammate at Barcelona. Um, but yeah, the fact that he picked Mane out, I thought was interesting because he's a player who's very new really to this whole conversation among best players in the world yeah. it's only really it was obviously great for the last few years but it's only really I'd say 2019 this calendar year that he's kind of reached that absolute upper echelon um, on a consistent level and he's he's I wouldn't say he's usurped Salah as Liverpool's most important player but in terms of numbers he's he's kind of at least on par or yeah. better this year without taking any penalties and mm. you pointed it out earlier um, and I, I looked at the numbers as well I think Mane in 2019 has scored nine more goals than Ronaldo has for Juventus, um, which is kind of ridiculous given that probably half of them are penalties for Ronaldo and he's playing for the best team by far in Italy. Mm. Um, 
and the goals that Mane has scored have been huge. He's got two away from home at Bayern Munich. Um, I know he didn't score against Barcelona in the Champions League, but he was the only member of the front three who played in that 4-0 when he kind of dragged us in parts through that game. So for, for him to be recognised by Messi like that, he's not got the kind of celebrity profile that a lot of these players are in the World eleven every year have. And he's not kind of that global icon in a way that Salah is. He's kind of quite a humble, understated guy. But it's, it's nice to see him kind of spoken of in that company. As Joel says, he has written a piece about uh, the fact that Messi has voted for Mane and it's on liverpool.com. So make sure to check it out after you finish watching this video. Uh, I've also written something on it and it's about uh, Jürgen Klopp's speech mm. in, in conjunction with uh, Megan Rapinoe's as well. She was voted the best women's player. Um, both of them chose to use in very different ways their speech to talk about the power that football has to sort of tackle social injustice and make a positive difference. Klopp announced that he was um, joining the organisation that um, One Matter has set up in order to be able to try and help people around the world f through football. It's important, isn't it, that, that those people, as much as it's a ceremony celebrating them mm. and saying, you are brilliant, you are one of the most talented people on the planet at the thing that you do really well. It was really nice to see both of them. First of all, credit other people. So Klopp talks about his team. Um, Rapino talked about Sterling and Koulibaly and um, different LGBTQ uh, female footballers who've sort of fought against homophobia. It's it's really good that both of them sort of step back from that as people and says, all right, thank you very much for the award, but why don't we all have a go at doing this as well and making this better? Yeah. Because there's an awful lot of wealth and power in that room that could be used in a much better way than what it is right now. Yeah, and that's not either of them putting on a show just for the cameras. Mm -hmm. They've consistently been those kind of people. You know, obviously Rapino has done a lot of stuff over the World Cup and I know a lot of people kind of took exception to that, but she's been very vocal um, about standing up for what she thinks is right. And Klopp has always been the kind of guy who hates to take the limelight for his own achievements and always kind of looks beyond himself in terms of a sporting sense, but also kind of has a very wide appreciation for how lucky he is to be in his position and for him to kind of go up there and, and kind of use it to spread that message. I can't remember exactly what the name of the, the thing that he's joined is, but it's basically where footballers contribute 1% of their salary. I think there's over a hundred of them doing it now. Um, and I saw that like the website crashed within seconds of him doing that. So it's clearly had an effect. Um, and you, you do wonder if that's just Ronaldo going up for like his sixth or seventh award that he's had or Messi I don't know, I could be wrong. They might might have said something similar, but it was nice to see those people kind of use the platform um, to spread messages like that. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's not really a surprise to see Klopp do that. And he, he almost looked embarrassed kind of to take the, the spotlight, which is so unlike him. But yeah, he very much deserved it and it was good to see him say that. Right, if you haven't seen either of those pieces of writing, make sure to go to liverpool.com and check them out. There's also loads of brilliant stuff on there uh, about the night kit deal, like Joel mentioned before, we've written plenty on that. Um, loads of really good stuff. We enjoy doing the writing that we do. Our website is picking up. Loads of people are really enjoying it. So if you haven't tried it yet, make sure to give it a go. For now, though, thank you from Joel. Thank you from me. Uh, and enjoy the rest of your day. All the best. You've been listening to the Agenda Podcast on the Blood Red Channel.